gather round people wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are changing Hello everybody and welcome to episode 100 Woo! of Middle of the Row, the podcast. Pew, pew, pew. Ben's celebration will probably get edited out because he did it right in the middle of when I was talking. Um, he's Don't excited care. though. That's Don't all you need to know. But, um, we'll just quickly transition here. Ben picked our hundredth movie, which is a flashback. I mean, technically you did, and we made you switch it. Oh, that's true. There was no, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was all random. I wasn't trying to make Magnolia our hundredth. I, uh, I was happy to switch to Watchmen, a movie I also adore. And yeah, I'm gonna let Ben tell us why he picks Watchmen, and we will go from there. So let's okay. let's flash back to the summer of 2008 oh real quick. This, you're not supposed to start essays like this. <laughs> yeah, start it with a quote. That's how you're supposed to do it. Nothing ever ends. <laughs> anyway, we are... I'm about to graduate high school. It's like the morning of, and I'm like, you know, greeting some of my, you know, my high school teachers, you know, thanking them for, you know, helping me get through high school, blah, blah, blah. And one of them... And then you murdered them all for being morally corrupted. <laughs> exactly. No. And one of them... They all looked up to him and, and said, help us. And I and said, said, no. no. <laughs> he, he just locked his physics teacher in a particle reactor. <laughs> He's like, like squirming in his chair, like super excited. And I'm like, what's going on? He Who's goes, he? Uh, this is one of my teachers. Okay. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, well, they're making a Watchmen movie. And I go, what's Watchmen? And I, you know, I'm a huge comic fan at this time, but I had never heard of Watchmen, which, I mean, kind of A Watchmen is someone who has to go back into the particle accelerator (laughs) and die. Anyway. Because of his watch. uh, Anyway, so he, you know, he gives me a brief overview how it's like one of the most celebrated graphic novels of all time time put it on their top 100 novels period of the uh, 20th century it's my favorite book or graphic novel anything i've ever read ben at any point during this teacher's career <laughs> <Poor> ben <laughs> did he say i'm not locked in here with you you all are locked <laughs> in here with me because that'd be a badass teacher yeah, move that would be uh but he did not you should try that and then he threw frying or grease <laughs> <laughs> I mean he did say everything's a joke quite a lot but anyway I, I pick up the book later like a week or so later and I go to Hawaii with my family and I you know first day we're there I read that book in a sitting like I just I didn't go swimming I just I was enraptured by the, the watchman and I it blew me away so then I eagerly awaited you know the the film release and that was the first movie i went to like an opening release for it was a midnight showing had to go to work the next day it was fucking awful but worth it not to brag but my first midnight screening was spider-man 3 that's not that's not something you want to brag about my face give me back (laughs) my face um and watchmen has been was my favorite superhero film of all time until 2017 rolled around and logan dethroned it 
And then that was dethroned by Endgame. Number three is still not bad at all. I think it, uh, Watchmen is still like one of the finest movies ever made. I did my list of 30, my 30 favorite films ever and Watchmen's on it. It introduced me to some of my favorite actors like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Patrick Wilson, the unfathomably underrated Jackie Earl Haley. I think he's properly rated. Uh, no. You better no. watch out. He's going to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> I mean, when, it, when he pops up and stuff, people always say he's great. And this is a film that people had said was unfilmable. There's no way you could adapt this for the screen. And, and some and, people, critics, still say that. Yeah, but they're wrong. <laughs> Zack Snyder, who, you know, after 300, I was like, you know, he's he knows his shit. And Watchmen just blew me away. And that's why even, like, his DCEU movies... I, there, there are like flashes of Watchmen's greatness that I see in them, so I can tolerate even those movies. I'm going to come back to you on that. <laughs> uh, you like Man of Steel? What are you talking about? That's why I'm angry with him. Oh, okay. But I think the, 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 the portrayal of these characters in Watchmen, um, both in the graphic novel and the film, are some of the most like well-conceived characters adrian veidt is my favorite comic book villain of all time he's a hero what are you talking about sure he's also possibly a pedophile mm-hmm. <laughs> uh villain i said villain yeah you like dr doom too don't you <laughs> <laughs> Do- okay, but dr doom actually has that's a very complex character but so he's is a rapist so is i don't veidt. care how complex he is oh. fair enough didn't know that backstory <laughs> I think this is a, these are just really, it's it's just such a phenomenally made movie. I, 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 like in our last episode, I said one of the only things that I really couldn't deal with with Magnolia was that it was too long, you know, being just around three hours. I watched the three and a half hour cut of uh, Watchmen because it just. Because you're crazy. It, it sucks me in. Well, I am, but it sucks me in every time. I will say this is the first time I felt. That middle, I watched the three-hour director's cut. Um, Minus the the. Black it doesn't freighter. have the Black Freighter animated stuff in it, which is the only difference between the cut Ben watched and I watched. And That's outside correct. a couple yeah. interstitial scenes yeah. with the people at the uh, newsstand. The, fir- the middle hour felt really draggy for me this time. And I don't know if it's just because I was tired or what. But the movie also felt, for the first time, felt much more episodic. We leave characters for so long. It, I never really noticed or felt that before, but um, I really felt it this time. I, uh, that, I, still, I still really like this. It's one of my favorite comic book movies. I've always been a fan of Zack Snyder. Lauren and I both went to bat for Sucker Punch when that came out. I, I, I think he's a visionary director who... His movies always enrapture me visually, and I think he's on to some interesting ideas. I can see where some people are complaining about this is too much of a slave to the source material. I mean, I, I just I don't care. Uh, I gotta be honest. I think that's such like a bullshit complaint. It's like if you're if you're adapting a story, you, get, you know, yeah. you get it's you get people on both sides of that. Like sometimes mm-hmm. say, people say it's too close to it, and some people say that he didn't get close enough to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't you can't please everyone. Yeah, I can I can yeah. understand something being too different from source material, but if you do it too close like that just that just feels like a non-starter for me like these um disney live action films mm-hmm. um oh. i will say this going back to man of steel 
This is not my favorite superhero film of Zack Snyder's. It's maybe my third favorite film of his. I would put Man of Steel and 300 over this. What do you think of Dawn of the Dead? Um, I, It's been too long. Yeah. So it's, all it's, I remember about up. that movie is Zombie Baby. <coughs> Best zombie movie ever. <coughs> no. But... Um, <laughs> uh, and he's going back oh, to that like well just watching this now i only watched the two and a, or two hour 45 minute yeah. version <laughs> and i just found myself so disinterested in all of the characters pretty much like dr manhattan is just i couldn't care less about him <laughs> well the irony is he couldn't care less about the any of us is a garbage person yes uh <laughs> like rorschach is a garbage person oh man yeah. um <laughs> I love what it looks like that Lindelof seems to be spinning those guys off into like these far right. The people who worship him in that HBO series. Oh yeah, like watching like this far movie, right listening assholes. to him talk. It's like, yeah. oh no, he's so <laughs> a conservative 2019 right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, except he's actually kind of better than them because at least he like will do something about bad people. Yeah. And I just feel like maybe that's another reason why I wasn't enjoying watching it so much. Is like it's just. It's just a reflection of our time even now. It's like, is, I don't yeah. want to use this for entertainment. <laughs> I want to watch something that doesn't kill dogs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, watching that again, I was just like, oh man, Lauren's going to have problems with this moment. <laughs> John. Yeah, it's, it's tough because I think there's so much of this movie that is memorable. Um, but in pure Zack Snyder fashion, I think strictly from kind of like, an aesthetic point of view um which is fitting considering like he he attempted to adapt one of the most recognizable and beautiful comic or graphic novels of all time and so there's so I many mean, scenes it's, like it's, that it's great that he used his cachet from 300 he literally could have done anything with after 300 and i I think it's ballsy that he decided to do this because, like, if you go through the list of people that almost made this, I, w- I would love to have seen the Darren Aronofsky Watchmen movie, by the way. But apparently, there was a possibility of getting like, um, shit. What's his name? Johnny Depp's director, Burton. Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, there's like so much <laughs> Johnny Depp's to do this. director. <laughs> Johnny Depp. <laughs> that tells I mean, you everything. They do you need everything to know. together. He, he kind of. But is. Johnny Depp was even going to be like the comedian at one point. He could have oh, been. He would have been a good comedian. No, he would not have. Yes, he would no. have. Uh, no. Terry Gilliam also famously wanted to make this too. But John, we cut you off. Sorry, you were popping it's, him up for doing this. I love how we apologize to John after interrupting Ben about twenty times. <laughs> yeah. um, it's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> there's there's just so much that is like beautifully done. Like some of the fight scenes are gorgeous and. I think all like, of the fight Zach, scenes are I, Snyder, I will like, never forget that elbow break. Yeah. yeah. But then there are some parts that just don't translate well from the graphic novel to the... Are you talking about Dr. Manhattan's junk? Because they actually had more of that in the movie than in the book, if that was your complaint there. <laughs> no, I'm talking about some other... <laughs> I also love how like nobody reacts to it. Like the world is just used to his dick at this point. Like there's there's a scene which I'll talk about in uh There's no spoilers. In spoilers. No, there is that... no spoilers. Just oh, there is no spoilers. Oh yeah. It. 
the fucking scene in the little <laughs> owlmobile thing, like Archie. literally me and all my friends who saw this in college, like just started laughing. It, it's like, during it's that silly. Scene. Yeah, it is. Which scene? The hallelujah? The scene where they... Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like, oh my gosh. But it's seriously? supposed to be funny. Yeah, it's supposed to be like... Is it? How, it's yes. supposed to be like funny and sad how it's like the only way this dude can get it on is like after, you know, super antics, essentially. I think Zack Snyder is definitely going for comedy with a lot of Silk Spectre and Owls, uh, Night Owl's interactions. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily works 100%, and I think part of that is, I think Malin Ackerman is the weak link of this movie. Yeah, I was, like, I, the actress who, the actress who plays her mom has, like, Mm -hmm. maybe a tenth of the screen time that she does, and has a hundred times more, like, emotional weight. Yeah, visually, there's so many things that are, like, that are awesome, like, or even the fight, the, the fake fight scene in in the lobby with Vite uh, is really well done. And I remember it's reading visually incredible. Yeah. I just love it so much. Cause you watch it and he's just using everyone else's shields. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's something about that panel too. Apparently it was drawn in such a way that it was symmetrical. Like each frame was symmetrical, like the one across from it or something like that. So yeah, like this, this movie is gorgeous at times and very well shot. Um, it misses a lot of, like, tonal notes that just seem, like, I don't know, either boring or just immature, maybe, or I don't know. And, and so, yeah, I, I, the, the thing that I'm most intrigued about is, especially like you were saying, Lauren, rewatching it in the context of today's political climate, um, what kind of what kind of messages stand out. Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a toss up for me. Yeah. Like just watching it in today's or like now, it just feels like such a well-tread story in many ways. And it's like, I don't know if that's fair mm-hmm. to hold against this movie. Cause it's set that it's standard, based off of yeah. something from the 85, 85. So it's like, but it's just now it's like I've seen so much of it that when I'm watching this, I'm not as interested. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued by those connections that I'm still finding to today. I think that's something to appreciate in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's also just frustrating. Yeah. Like when we watch yeah. American History X, it's like, I don't want to. This is just annoying now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not to that scale. Like American but History I think, X, I want I to think stab that's, myself. <laughs> that's why I think. Lindelof might be on to something, though, with turning this into a series. Yeah, I'm definitely today, interested so. to see how it goes. Hopefully it's a little more subtle and nuanced than Supergirl. <laughs> I bet it'll be a bit of both. If you've seen The Probably. Leftovers, he can hit you over the head with a brick. <laughs> and Lost. How does this quick random question before we get into deeper into this, how does this compare to The Boys? By what? In, in what like, sense? Like, tonally, you... is this, like, if... If you like Watchmen, will you enjoy The Boys? Because I was debating if I was going to watch that anytime. The Boys is way more satirical and a little bit more like I don't. It's a little bit more accessible and more fun to watch. I I, I don't think think, I don't think The Boys is more satirical, but I think The Boys looks at it as more of like a spoof. Like Watchmen is like a pure like satire and deconstruction of the superhero Mm -hmm. genre, while 
Yeah. The boys just kind of pokes fun at it. The level the level of violence is similar. I think if you find some stuff to like in Watchmen, you'll find some of that in in the boys. Yes, that's one of my favorite like quick elevator pitch of a movie is for the Watchmen, and it's uh, I didn't come up with this. I don't remember where I heard it, but Batman can't get it up. Superman <laughs> doesn't care about human humanity. And the bad guy wants to save the world. See, yeah, watching this, all I wanted to do was go back to reading Batman comics. Like, I feel like <laughs> Batman's somewhere in between Rorschach and Night Owl. Well, that's, I mean, these guys, these characters were essentially, they were meant to be, like, analogs yeah. to, like, some of the most... Yeah, for sure. Like, iconic characters. Like, uh, Dr. Manhattan's inspiration, I think, was, um... Shit, I should know his name. He's, like, he's he's another, like, blue guy. Like, blue skin like the suit looks like his entire body so it's just are you talking about democratic presidential candidate bernie sanders <laughs> yes i love looking at bernie's dick wonder what rorschach <laughs> or no actually a comedian wonder what they would have to say about bernie sanders <laughs> i think we might find out in this uh this is true <laughs> this show when it comes out but yeah, speaking of Batman, though, and the opening credits that are so amazing, like, I will say that was definitely one of the positives. I still love those. Oh, I did love but the opening credits, it's, yeah. It's a love-hate thing, because it's like, he's supposedly saved, Night Owl's supposedly saving um, Martha and Thomas Wayne, yeah. but then there's a Batman poster on the wall to knock you over the head to make sure you get that it's a Batman reference, but it's like, that Batman poster shouldn't exist, because he didn't have to exist. I mean, I think it's just... Lived. Are you talking about the, in the... In, oh, the, in the... The, the credits. In the opening yeah. credits. The old... Old Night yeah. Owl? Yeah. Paul okay. Mason, yeah. Okay. So, like, I love and hate it because, like, the OCD detail-oriented person in me is like, this doesn't make sense, but I still love it, but I hate it. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I just, I think it's such a nice little nod. Yeah, for sure. I do love, since Lauren brought it up real quick, I love the soundtrack to this film. I think for it's sure. really good. Oh, it's phenomenal. Um, I was just talking to these guys earlier about the score that plays when Manhattan is, like, rebuilding himself is... <laughs> like man like billy crudup's not the only person who gets goosebumps when that shit's going down like mm-hmm. oh then there's like some good bob dylan there's simon garfunkel yeah. there's other people who i can't think of off the top of my head because i'm still Leonard thinking Cohen. about amy man um i'm dropping his name played the gu- <laughs> guitar left-handed hendrix jimmy hendrix oh yeah along the watchtower the i said bob dylan right not bob gets got no, you, Gibson. Said you said bob okay dylan. <laughs> the the dr manhattan sequence still stands out as the best part mm-hmm. of the movie by Bar, and it's probably the best thing Zack Snyder has ever done. I'm just so mad. I'm mad at his girlfriend. <laughs> what? Whose girlfriend? Dr. Manhattan's. Dr. Manhattan's? His girlfriend What'd from back in the She blamed him for the cancer. She, she was know. tricked into believing Still, that's that. a lot I mean... to put on someone. Like, he didn't <laughs> purposely give her cancer. He can't help that he this happened to him. Well, to be fair, she thinks he can, because he can see throughout time. Like, he would know, oh, she gonna oh, get cancer though? eventually. Yeah, maybe there are too many tachyons, <laughs> which I I hate that. By the way, just saying right now. What? Like, how can you prevent someone from seeing the future if it's all happening happening simultaneously? Blocking something with tachyons seems like some linear bullshit to me. It just created an end of the linear. You couldn't see certain but it's not it's linear. fuzzy. Point. Nope, doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I as someone who is fully. <laughs> well comprehensive of time travel and time and all that i say it doesn't work but you haven't seen either back to either of the back to the futures any of the back to the futures back to the futures bullshit Mm -hmm. 
Back to the Future is bullshit. <laughs> Doctor, what are the other big scenes? I that also, stand out? yeah, like, I don't need to see uh, Back to the Future. I have this movie to have parents and children flirting with each other. <laughs> Why well, he wasn't? He was never flirting with her. He was. It was weird. Comedian I read it as him flirting getting with her. Weird I, wasn't, I think he was he was trying to connect with his daughter and he's super awkward about it. I Oh your innocent eyes. <laughs> um Not other, sure about other that. I don't think he has any boundaries with these things. He has no moral That's ground. Fair. He would um, totally fuck his daughter. Other standout scenes are Rorschach's death Rorschach's death. Uh, is fantastic. The dude next to me at the midnight screening of that I went to was like full on sobbing when that happened, and I laughed at him. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was like, dude, really? This this is what's gonna get you? But I'm sorry, sorry, dude. Sitting in the back row of the Ronnie Cinema IMAX. If you're listening, I apologize. And uh, Veidt's reveal, the, you know, I did it 35 minutes ago, is one of my... Oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, that's one that of my all-time yeah. favorite lines ever. Like, it's... I just... No, the, be- no, the best line is, what What do you think I'm... What do you think I'm some comic book Yeah. Film? I did it 35 no, minutes make me ago. Yeah. I just love the idea of him setting up all those TVs to different channels just so he can have that mm-hmm. moment in the end. Like, I'm going to show <laughs> these guys... <laughs> And then he killed his pet, too. Everyone <laughs> um, sucks in this movie. He apologized. He said sorry. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> <laughs> I think Night Owl scenes, later scenes with Rorschach are really good. Like, they're kind of... Yeah, the buddy cop. Yeah, it's like that uneasy... Version, the, that's that the last hour of the movie, yeah. Alliance between the two of them, or realliance. I, yeah. I, for as much shit as I give Malin Ackerman, I think she really does sell... Yeah, she she may be the weakest like once, link. Once but she's her great. and Night Owl, I'm just saying, once her and Night Owl get going, once that last hour of the movie kicks in, basically, once they decide to go out, they once they fail at having sex, that that's where the movie kind of kicks into its last hour. Did you guys ever notice that when they're in the restaurant, like I heard it for the first time this time, someone said something like, "I'm so glad I ordered the four-legged chicken." <laughs> No. It's like, what kind of alternate reality is this? <laughs> well, well, I mean, Veidt's creating alternate... Cre- I mean, he's making weird creatures, so... Well, that could he's be making the cat, like, yeah. His, cat, his cat dog horn thing, yeah. The, yeah, this is the true. super links or whatever it was. I've seen What's That Movie by... What's His Face? The one about farm life and whatnot. Oh! And how we change the hormones food in our ink. chicken to make them bigger. Food ink, thank you. I could totally see us giving chicken four legs. <laughs> you, that's, a, I, that's a million dollar idea we're sitting who do right we now. think? Who do we think gives the best performance in this movie overall? Um, Rorschach's uh, mask. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually one of my, um, one of my I, favorite details in the movie is when he gets like hit in the face so yes. hard by Vite that his like the the ink blots just move yeah. to the side. I think I think he gets kicked and it does that. Yeah, it's yeah. just so like, great. Cool. <laughs> Part of me wants to say Billy Crudup just because he drains absolutely Everything. every yeah. uh, like it, to to completely go to zero like that is impressive. Je- Jeffrey D. Morgan definitely gets the most to do. And those would be my my. I mean, the two of them and and. Haley, I just I can't pick. Yeah, Haley Haley stands out in this. He's like probably the most memorable. I do like. I Kudrow, love but... Patrick Wilson though. Yeah, I, they're kind of all equal to me. It's and no one stands out. It's just who gets more 
they're all doing a little bit different thing, which is nice since you kind of bounce yeah. all around a lot with Carla. Them. Yeah. How do you say her last name? Gugino? Carla Gugino. I thought Gugino, she did a great job. Yeah, too. she's great. Yeah, too. she's good. Stephen McCaddy, who plays uh, Hollis Mason, he is also yeah, really good. And he gets he a has, gr- he, yeah, he's terrific. he gets the best addition to the. I believe it's an addition to the director's cut. Is you get to see his fight. At the de- his death scene, where it cuts between him hitting the guys and him fighting, and like seeing his old. No, I believe um, I believe that's that's in the original cut too. Who are we talking about, Moloch? The, no, the original the original Night Owl when he gets oh. when he gets ganged up on by the gang. Did you say he died? Yeah. When does See, he die? Not, yeah, yeah, I don't think it is in up. the original cut. What? Yeah, it's not in the okay. theatrical cut. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. That's such a fantastic scene. Oh, does. And Night Owl finds out in the bar and then beats the shit out the of him. The guy's like coughing up teeth. Um, I don't, uh, see that kind yeah. of it kind of works away from well, who kills him? Uh, those those the guys the same. Well, like, gang is it that still connected to Osmandius? No. no, it's just random. Okay, because I was gonna say that kind of weakens Osmandius's reasoning. Well, so they they it's basically no, Rorschach no, it's... and or Silk Spectre and Night Owl bust Rorschach out, and mm-hmm. then these gang guys mm-hmm. are like, oh, Rorschach hurt one of us, so we're gonna go hurt this night owl guy and they just assume it's hollis mason is the same night owl it's a great the music and the cinematography and the light there's flash bulbs it's all a uh, raging bull is that included in one of the versions between the three and a half hour version and the theatrical it's in both yeah there's there's the director's cut and then the director's cut plus okay maybe i'll test that that one out at some point (laughs) yeah you should try the director's cut okay speaking of the past superheroes i can just hear edna now yelling at the guy for getting his cape caught in the door (laughs) captain adam captain adam that's his name that's the guy they based uh (laughs) dr manhattan off jesus that took me forever got very excited there I was just thinking about it because the 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 sequel comic Doomsday Clock, uh, Captain Adam and him go toe to toe. It's pretty great. Is it? Wait, Doomsday Clock's the second sequel technically because that is folding them into the DC. It's, it's the only sequel. No, there's before. Oh, before, before Watch his gotcha. prequels. <laughs> Duh. Are those worth reading, Ben? Um, the ones I've read, yes. Comedians is fantastic. Actually, one of the best sequences in any of the comics happens with... It actually contradicts the the sequence when he's on the grassy knoll in the movie. Mm-hmm. It actually goes directly mm-hmm. against that, but it's such a great scene. And Kennedy wasn't shot from the grassy knoll. But then uh, <laughs> the the Night Owl one is also really good. I haven't read Ozymandias yet, and I should. Yeah, I enjoyed the comic, the graphic novel. I was a fan. I'm not as high on his, like, I wasn't as in love with it as Ben, but I was excited for the movie, and I thought it did a great job, and I still feel that way. I particularly remember seeing the tra- trailer on The Dark Knight and being like, holy shit that yeah looks that's amazing. one of the best and like, movie trailers holy ever. shit they yeah. nailed it like i was i knew the trailer was coming too this is so weird and like a pre-internet has the trailer world i knew we were gonna get the trailer but i was like yeah it's probably just gonna be a couple words and then the release date because it was still like seven months away and then the trailer starts and it's like holy shit we're seeing dr manhattan get created in the trailer yeah. <laughs> like i couldn't believe it a, a, a fantastic well, i think trailer. that's what the that's why the trailer that trailer works so well because it didn't have to worry about spoiling anything because it, it's mm-hmm. like this widely known novel so it's just like oh i would yeah. say most of the people that probably okay. saw it in a theater had but never I, seen the but Watchmen it was one of those before. like it doesn't like those sequences aren't like 
know, they're they're amazing looking, but then to fans, they're just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, it's mm-hmm. and like you said, they nailed it. Uh, well, I think it's similar to the Watchmen HBO teaser where. It, the reveal that Manhattan's going to be in it is just like, yeah, oh, fuck, here we go. Goosebumps. They're going to go for Ugh. it. So. Yeah. I'm, I, I am so um, excited to see who plays him. I just, I can't wait. Yeah, it's interesting they've kept kept under wraps. Ben, so ben were you saying that it looks like the show yes. is going to be based no, off no, the, based the sequel on, to the graphic novels? No, no, it's based on, it's not tied to those. It, it's, it's a sequel to the original. It has nothing to do. It doesn't, it's a yeah. sequel. So there's two technical sequels to Watchmen. There's doomsday clock which is the watchman being brought into the mainline dc universe and then there's this watchman show which has nothing to do with doomsday clock and uh, that, we, has, that we know yeah. of who knows and lindelof has said that it that it is a continuation of the graphic novel and not the movie not the not the movie so dr manhattan will not be blamed for the destruction what was it in the original graphic novel? Didn't they blame aliens? Yeah, so he basically, yeah, he basically, and it was a giant uh, squid. Essentially, like engineered like alien-looking monsters that just no, blew no. Up. He opens a portal to another dimension, doesn't he? I'm pretty sure he. Re- I don't remember. He I read it a decade things, ago, and then they just they, like they teleport in and. Pfft. Yeah, but but it's yeah. something real. It's not something he created. I thought. No, he created them. Oh, okay. And then just teleports them in. But that's the the teleportation is something he gained from Dr. Manhattan. But Dr. Manhattan is not That's another for it. that's another thing. I think that's a better ending, to be honest with the, you. The movies? The, the, Dr. the movies Manhattan ending. Gets... Yeah, like yeah, yeah, it I makes more I like logical more. sense. In the mo- in the in the graphic novel, Night Owl just kinda goes along with it. Like once he sees the benefit of the unified world, he's just kinda like, Oh yeah, I guess this makes sense, never mind. Whereas, he does like, here. Patrick Wilson. I mean, he's pissed in, about it, but he does. Yeah. yeah. No, he's pi- he's way yeah. more pissed. He's way more like like my hands are kind of mm-hmm. tied in this situation now. But everything you've done, I like morally and ethically am against how you went about doing this in actuality. I, like what he has the famous line: "You're not saving the human race. You're like perverting you're it or something it, like yeah. that." But the thing, the difference though, is like yeah. Um, Night Owl giving that that bit is great, but in the graphic novel, Manhattan actually does does a better little bit like that, and he says something along the lines of like, "Okay, you've you know, you've staved off Armageddon, but it's not permanent. Something's gonna happen eventually, and this is all gonna be for nothing." Mm-hmm. And like the last shot of Vate in the graphic novel is like him on his knees, clutching his head, like just realizing. The eventual futility of it all. Oh, I don't like that that he convinces him on the spot that he fucked up. I like, I like, I like Matthew Good's prop, like indecision at the end of this movie. Like he's he gets a look like he's not a hundred percent sure, but then he's happy to making all that money off his new electric cars. Yeah, I don't think Patrick Wilson should have been able to even give that line because he should have been so winded with how out of shape he is. And I do not appreciate that they don't struggle at all in their fights. <laughs> Except, well, against Osmandius they do, yeah. but not against, like, the regular street thugs. Yeah. Well, that's one thing, too. People are, like, they're complaining that these characters are superhuman, and it's like, well... It, no, they're, they're not. They're not superhuman. Yeah, it's like, it's the same thing as, like, Batman. Okay, Batman appears... Yeah, except he trains regularly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so does... He's not an out-of-shape 40-year-old, or however... But it's that, same, it's that same kind of thing where it's, like, 
the the human the human the limit of the limits of human capability is much higher in this world you know it's just yeah like this i guess it's just the only person who has superpowers is dr manhattan but osmandius seems way more powerful than a regular person well it's because he's he's trained to be the most he's the only one who honed himself he continuously honed himself like he was he's the closest to body at all times well, yeah, uh, he has to break that class actually, somehow. he might be like if you're if you like put Superman in the middle. I no, guess he's White nowhere near Superman. He's no, got fucking but laser what I'm saying, eyes. <laughs> they're not lasers, Zach. <laughs> he's closer to a Captain America. No, but what I'm saying is like in scales of power, Vite is closer to Superman than Superman is to Manhattan. Manhattan's just in a fucking like league of his own. Ugh. And- in ter- in terms of quaffed hair, <laughs> I think Vite can give both Captain America and Superman a run for their money. I think actually it would go to Silk Spectre in that regard. So, is there anything else you guys want to talk about, Watchmen? Um, I don't know. I don't appreciate that Doctor Manhattan seeing the miracle of life stems from a rapist. Mm-hmm. Like he gets all the credit yeah. for this. That's kind of a bummer. Well, he sees the math. Least, he sees the math of it all, not the. I know, the, but you know. it's still like that's yeah. the moment it stems from. Well, I think he also, like, uh, but he also sees it's like something so beautiful. You know, the love of his life is born out of something so heinous. The quote unquote love is a love of his. Okay, life. yes, but something he truly cherishes is born out of something so heinous. He went to Mars for her. That's another horrible line. It's one Patrick Wilson gives at some point about like something about like. The fact that he's pretending to care means he cares. It's like, no, don't yeah. teach yourself that. That's a horrible <laughs> thing to say. Well, I, the the line I liked was uh, Vite talking about how, like, even the subtlest twitch was like, he could mm-hmm. tell John was just breaking down crying. Yeah, might as well like, be crying. Yeah. Uh, Matthew it's Good is incredible in his little so, monologue at the end of the movie. So good. Matthew I Good and everything. I couldn't tell if he was doing an accent or not. He, there was me. a lot of shit about, you know, if you could go do an internet deep dive, there was a lot of people trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with his accent. He definitely was doing something, but that's one thing people like to latch onto with this movie. Anything else on Zack Snyder's Watchmen? Um, I just, I want to have, like, an encyclopedia of all the random little details about this thing. Because I was looking through the trivia earlier, and one of the things that I didn't notice, because it would have taken forever to notice, but, like, there was, like, an additional star on the American flags mm. just because Vietnam had been incorporated as a state <laughs> or something. Ooh. It's just, like, random details like that. You could probably go through this movie with a fine-tooth mm-hmm. comb and find so much to oh, just yeah. latch onto. Yeah. Someone needs to make that YouTube video. Ben? There probably is one. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there are other people who have already done There's probably like a hundred. Yeah. That's gonna do it for Zack Snyder's Watchmen. Next week, we are jumping back into the new release game with Ready or Not, which is a pun on hide and go seek, guys. I don't know if you knew that. I still love that it took you so long to figure that out. Like how many months? Like you had to see the movie to figure it out. It's a smaller horror genre picture horror horror comedy okay and um we're hearing good things ben wrote an excellent appraisal of the film on the website and that's what we'll be discussing next week let's go support Wait, are you saying movie. my my appraisal was excellent or i was saying the movie was excellent? i didn't you're saying the movie was excellent i didn't Damn it. excellent i have not read your review because i've not seen the movie let's let's help this little guy out 
on this little podcast of 100 episodes. Thanks to everyone who's listened to any of those last 100 episodes. My wife hasn't listened to any of them, so you're it's better okay, than her. It's okay, neither is my husband. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren and I should get divorced. Neither has my significant <laughs> other. My dogs have listened to them yes, all. Yes, they listened guys. to them all. Good. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks, dogs. Actually, they're sleeping right okay. now, so I guess they didn't actually listen to all of them. Until next week, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. And you can find us at middleofrow.com. Rate and review the podcast. It helps. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at The Grigsby Bear. You can find all of us on Middle of the Row on Facebook. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Borer of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Ready or Not, and remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. Mm-hmm.